Hi, my name is Natasha Wright, and you are tuned in to Event Gems, where I will discuss all things event-related and take a deep dive into creating concepts, marketing, and execution for your next biz event. My goal is to bring you industry experts who can help you properly monetize and effectively strategize so that you can make your business shine. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Event Gems. I am your host, Natasha Wright, Chief Experience Curator at the Diamond Butterfly. And today I just wanted to hop on here for the final episode. Now, let me tell you, the process of creating a podcast was not as easy as I thought it would be, like anything, right? Anything in life that we desire to do that's new, uh, you think it's going to be easy and you jump in and you're ready to go, but realize there are a lot of things that you did not know that you did not know, right? And so I have been honored to interview some amazing guests, just amazing guests. And I hope that you have gotten some value from the content. You have learned some new information along the way that you can implement and execute as you move forward and plan your event. Uh, You know, when COVID-19 hit and the world pretty much came to a standstill and people were home, for me, I had to go through that process of really thinking about what do I do next, right? Because a lot of the projects that I had been working on were either postponed, they were canceled. A lot of things came to a halt, right? And I really was in a place where... I didn't know what to do next. You know, first I was in denial about what was happening in the world. And then once I moved through that process of denial, I had to think about, well, what do I do? And one of the things that I did for myself was I just still consistently showed up. I have a home office here and every morning, even though a lot of the projects that I was working on were, you know, uh, halted for the moment, I decided that I'm still going to get up around the same time, you know, a little bit later, because there's no rush, but I'm still going to get up. I'm still going to sit in my office chair. I'm still going to create content for social media. You know, I still kept it moving. And for me, that was just a, a good way for me to get over everything that was happening because I had something to do, right? I had something to look forward to. And so that was wonderful for me as someone who is a full-time entrepreneur it could really be scary when you realize that a lot of the projects that you're you're working on are canceled and, you know, a lot of the funds are drying up, right? And you have, you know, some of these programs out here that are available to you, but the process is longer, you need the money now, or, you know, you don't have access to them. And then you see larger companies that are able to benefit in some ways. It, it makes you wonder, how am I going to survive, right? So I had to go through that process. And I will say, by going through that process on the other side, you know, I always listen to Jim Rohn. And, you know, one of the things that he always talks about is the world has been the same. The sun always rises and it sets, right? The moon comes up. There are seasons. So you have to live your life and think about what are the seasons of my life? What are the seasons of my business? And so one of the things that he always talks about is you're going to have that season where, you know, you need to be planting and then you're going to have that season where you need to be reaping. And that's a continuous cycle 
that happens over and over and over again, right? So with that being said, regardless of whether there is a pandemic, regardless of whether there is a a recession, a depression, you know that there is going to be challenges within your business. And so you have to prepare for that when you're reaping, right? You have to prepare for that when you're planting, right? And know that those challenges are going to arise. And so within the pandemic, you know, that challenge arose of, well, the funds are drying up, what to do next? And we see a lot of people talking about, we need to pivot, we need to pivot, you know, for a lot of people who did not have an online platform or presence or program or services, it was, you know, a scramble to pivot. We got to figure out a new way of doing this. And with some simple shifts, a lot of people were able to beef up their digital presence, create online courses, go live and create Facebook shows and, you know, be consistent on Instagram live. All these things that people are now consuming you know, YouTube and Netflix has seen a double digit rise in the amount of people who are actively consuming their content, right? So that goes to show that people are online, people are consuming content, people are purchasing online. A lot of online stores have now increased their sales, right? So, you know, as business owners, we have to think about, well, how can I be a part of this next wave? that's coming, right? And so one of the things that I had to do was I had to pivot and shift to doing virtual events, right? It seemed a bit scary initially because it was a space that I had no experience in. But in order to learn something I found for myself, I have to jump right into it. And so I jumped right in and I was fortunate enough to have a friend of mine, Michelle Talbert, reach out to me about a summit idea that she had, which was called No Small Business Left Behind. And so we jumped right in and within two weeks, we marketed, managed, produced an event with 20 plus speakers, with breakout sessions, with a DJ. And it was absolutely fantastic. The attendees said they had a wonderful time. They learned a lot of information and that was the overall goal. How can we provide information for people at this time so that they don't feel like they're alone and they have a plan, a strategy to really pivot and shift in the next direction and move with the tide and move with the wave, right? And so that's what we did. And so today I really just wanted to come on here and talk about how you can, you know, jump into the online space with your event, how you can go ahead and do your event virtually. You don't have to feel like you have to cancel it, right? There's still an opportunity for you to produce that event, allow your attendees to still feel that magic, feel, still feel that excitement, that still learn that information, still be empowered, right? You can still do all those things. And so number one that I want to talk about is with a virtual event, you want to think about your overall goal. So how, and then think about which platform can allow you to meet your overall goal, right? So whether your goal is networking, whether your goal is, if your goal is networking, if it's to build your email list, if it's to make money, you have to think about which platforms can help support you on that journey. Uh, There are a few platforms that are out there right now. You have Hopin, which is the one that we use, which allows you to have 
a live event space and breakout rooms and also areas where you can integrate your sponsors and vendors if you do have that, right? You know, there are some challenges with the platform that I'm not necessarily going to talk about today. I think in maybe a, a live or some other space, I will bring on experts to talk specifically about some of the challenges with the platforms. But I just wanted you to be aware of what platforms are out there that can and how they can support you as you move forward. So that is Hopin. You have Hey Summit. Hey Summit is another platform which has a really good user interface. However, if you are doing live videos, the URL that your attendees are going to be receiving is going to be the URL to whatever the video hosting platform is. So if you're using Zoom or if you're using Big Marker, the URL is going to take them to those platforms. So that's something to also consider. There is another one called Socio, which I had the opportunity to check it out. I do, I'm not sure what their pricing is, but it does allow you to have the same type of integration that Hopin does. And they also provide you with an app so you can share that out to your attendees and allow them to have that same type of experience of going into different rooms that they might have had had they attended a conference or, or a large scale event that you have. Another one called Swap Card, which is very similar to Socio. I have also been on that platform and it's really seamless and has a really good uh, user interface. So those are some of the ones that I have tested out so far and I think would re work really well for you. So it's Hey Summit, Hopin, Socio, and Swap Card. So you can check those out. And at a later point in time, I'm hoping that I can bring on some experts to talk about those specific platforms and we can dive a little bit deeper about what are some of the things that you can do. So number one, you want to think about what is your objective, right? What is your objective and how can that platform support you in the objective that you have? Number two, you have to communicate with your attendees, over communicate, matter of fact, in this time, if you're going to be doing a virtual event. The reason why you want to over communicate is because a lot of people have, they've never been to a virtual event before. They've never been to a virtual summit. And so they don't have the same level of experience, right, that you might have had because now you're the one who's producing it and you're a little bit more familiar with the platform. So you really want to be that guide, that person who's going to guide your attendees through the process of how to seamlessly get into the platform and experience it and engage with it and enjoy themselves, right? So over communicate. So number one, find the platform that best suits your needs or your objectives. And then number two, over communicate with your attendees, send them multiple emails if you need to figure out how to do a workflow or a sales funnel so that if you notice that they haven't opened up that email that shows them how to log into a platform, then they get a follow-up email, right? And a wonderful person who can help you with workflow or creating systems, email systems is my girl, Tanya Harrison of Signal Partners. And I'll be sure to tag her, her business or provide her website in the description so that you can hop on over to her page and just chat with her about how you can set those things up. So one, find the platform. Number two, communicate. And number three, I really think is you have to figure out whether or not you are going to present this information live or you're going to present the information as pre-recorded content, right? 
So most of these platforms that I told you about, they all allow you to do live or pre-recorded content. But if you're doing the pre-recorded content, that means that you now have to have a separate conversation with your speakers. So it's about like speaker management, right? So have that separate conversation with your speakers. Make sure that you give them adequate timeline for them to be late for the deadline because you know a lot of people, they're going to be late, right? So if you know that you need it by June 10th, you're going to tell them that you need it by June 5th because there are some people who they're not going to send it to you by that deadline, right? So you have to build in adequate time for that speaker management for them to send you over their videos, their worksheets, or anything else that they might want to share or PowerPoint slides or anything else that they might want to share with attendees, right? So if you're doing it pre-recorded, you also have to think about where are you going to host that pre-recorded video, right? Is it going to be on YouTube? Is it going to be on Wistia? Is it going to be on Vimeo? So you got to think about which one of those platforms also work best for you. And if it's live, you want to make sure that people know that they need to have really good internet connection because nothing could spoil the show or make it so that people don't have the level of experience that you want them to than if the video is janky, right? Like we, if, if you saw any of the versus battles and you saw what happened with Teddy Riley, you saw that they had to postpone that event because his Wi-Fi wasn't up to par, right? He wasn't ready. So you want to make sure that they are ready, that their Wi-Fi is up to par. You want to make sure that their background is clean and clear and communicate this with them, right? Communicate that, you know, you want good lighting, good Wi-Fi, proper sound, no distractions, right? Because that is going to allow your set design or the experience that the attendees are going to get to be seamless, effortless, and, and creates a great flow, right? And so just to recap, you're going to find the platform that meets your objective. Number two, you're going to over communicate with the attendees so that they have a more seamless process or an integration onto the platform that you're using. And number three is speaker management. You're going to make sure that you communicate with your speakers what it is that you are looking for, that you're going to communicate your timeline. You're going to communicate how you want their background to look, because that is going to be a reflection on you as the person who is producing the summit. And so those are three tips. I'm going to continue to share information so that you can beef up your virtual summit, really transform your events into an online experience. This is a wrap y'all for season one. Let me tell you, it has been a journey. Some of you who have stuck by me know that I haven't been consistent, but my goal is to be more consistent as we open up with season two. I thank you so much for being a part of the Event Gems family. I thank you for sharing, for leaving your reviews. I am excited for what is coming next because now that I've had my foot in the water with this podcasting thing, I think that I can really take it to the next level. And I hope that the next level will support you on your journey and support you in creating amazing events that excite and ignite people to get to their next level. This is a wrap for season one. See you soon on the other side for season two. And if you're not following me, please follow me on Instagram at the Diamond Butterfly or Event Gems, where I will be sharing information, 
and tips and contents to continue to make your events successful. Have a great day, everyone. Again, my name is Natasha Wright, Chief Experience Curator of the Diamond Butterfly, and I am signing out. Peace.